Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we will be comparing the infamous Brewdog and Algae beers. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we are two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. All right, so today we are comparing the Brewdog and the Aldi beers. Right, so if people haven't heard about this, Tori, what are we going on about? Uh, So there is that big controversy uh, when somebody went in, I don't know who because it's just gone out there, someone went into an Aldi and posted a photo of this anti-establishment IPA and sort of tagged Brewdog in it going... uh, Yeah, I don't know what they're playing on that. Um, There was a lot of speculation. This was early August, mid-August, I believe it was. Um, Lots of speculation going on as to what it was. Was it actually Brewdog? Did (laughs) Aldi, you know, can't take their recipe? Because, you know, there's the books that they've put out. They've put their recipes out there. So I've seen some conspiracy theorists stating that oh well Audi just took their recipe and did what they wanted with it and put it in their own can and you know this is a challenge to brew dog and you know fisticuffs and all that oh, um, what's funny is for pure who's <laughs> macro we don't talk about them but that's the four yeah, pure logo <laughs> that's really so I thought that as well when I first saw it, I was like oh yeah it does look like a, a brew dog beer but also it looks like the four pure logo yeah they've like, taken the four pure like yeah. brain and just done it times three basically so yeah. I saw a lot of like theories out there of oh they're just trying to Aldi's trying to throw their hat so they're just mishmashing everything to get the the visibility to be a recognizable thing for people um that's that was one idea of what had happened um I've got my own ideas of what I think happened but that was sort of the back and forth and I think we waited very tensely for maybe it felt like two weeks maybe it was a week I don't know but it felt like the conversations were absolutely kicking off um and then on the 20th of August, we got a tweet from James <laughs> stating, that, oh, we're going to do a Yald IPA um, with a can, very similar to how it ended up. Um, this is the final, which is oldie, well, old IPA. IPA. Um, but he had done Yaldi. Aldi had tweeted back saying, well, we would if it were us we would have just called it old ipa so on the 21st the the next day they came back saying don't worry we've read on the label and here you go um it then went back and forth for a bit of the the twitter beef that everyone appreciates and um yeah it turns out they've struck up a deal spontaneously totally unplanned (laughs) (laughs) depending on who you ask Um, very surprising Audi agreed to stock Brewdog which is um, a bold move because I think a lot of people originally when the first photos went up you might be able to correct me if I'm wrong on this a lot of people said that Brewdog had always said they they weren't going to sell in Audi or or Lidl or anything like that so um, that was mentioned quite a few times there's no way it's a brew dog thing that's happening because brew dog yeah. would never sell an Audi. well they are now um I mean, so so yeah that was sort of the bit of a history behind I mean, history <laughs> it may well be that they said that originally but you know that was before covid <laughs> everybody's yep. making money how they can make money nowadays so you know if, yes. if supermarket's gonna stock your beer yeah keep your business afloat you're gonna take it <laughs> you're gonna for sure. take it 
especially if you're like if you're like you're already in supermarkets yeah so you're not going to say oh, this is damage one. me yeah. because yeah it's just covering more of the market yeah. maybe yeah. Yeah, but um that. it was a lot of back and forth on that that was very interesting to watch it was really interesting because my view on it I'll give you my take yeah. on it which I think a lot of people share I don't think that this was not pre-planned. I very much think this was a pre-planned marketing campaign. I mean, yeah, do it, do, it feels like it. But, yeah, I mean, they're saying that it wasn't, that it is just completely spontaneous. If it is, and they got on it real quick, and they were, it, like, well. there were some good old negotiations, very quick negotiations going on. I mean, yeah. it, it feels like it was just a very nicely orchestrated Yes, it seemed thing, like a but, very you know, orchestrated, yeah. a very oh, look at what's happened. This is crazy. We didn't anticipate this happening. Well, but at the end of the day, we've got some delicious beer to drink, so let's not worry about it. (laughs) Yeah, so so that all happened. That was very interesting to watch go down, I think. Um, And what resulted, obviously, was our IPA. So today, I I mean, I, I thought, between the two of us, I think we thought it would yep. be quite fun to just do a comparison, a mini episode comparison of uh, we've got punk, yep. the traditional, well, oh, I we've both got bottles. Uh, the I original. think that's what you can really kind of get now, can't you? Yeah, the, the semi-original. The original. <laughs> the original. Yeah. yeah. The recipe original as recipe it is changed. now. Yeah. Before people start, it's not the original yeah. recipe. It's the recipe the original, as it know, is today. Yeah. Yeah. The original current recipe. Yeah. We've got the anti-establishment IPA. Yeah. We've got the Brewdog Owl IPA. We do. And we've got the Brewdog Double Punk. Just as an added bonus, not really to compare so much, yeah. but just for fun. Just rounds out the set quite nicely. <laughs> I would have thrown in Funk versus Punk as well, but Tori's not got it. I couldn't find that. <laughs> but I do have a Brewdog glass. Oh, I see. <laughs> so... I've just got. I've brought my. I've brought my taste. You got your taste. I didn't bring mine. I've got my brew dog sign in the back though, so that's that counts. That counts. I was wearing my brew dog uh, jumper and then I took it off because oh, it was yeah. a bit. It, it, I didn't really need it. But um, a fun fact: I obviously I did this. You know that I did this. Yeah. Um, a blind taste test. Somebody on Instagram, yeah. I think his name's Beerfaff, asked me to do it blind. So I yeah. basically had my husband pour. Um, punk anti-establishment and old ipa into three glasses while we were on holiday and put a box over it um and i came in the room after he had finished that tasted them all well yeah did a did a guess based on look and a guess based on smell and taste and i managed to get them all right and oh, well i was done. very very proud of myself yeah i don't think i don't know whether i could pick out punk so i don't think i drink enough of it to be like yep that's punk I think we'll see how you feel at the end of this because I'll be interested to know how you feel at the end of this. Yeah. And I won't say why because I don't want to ruin it. Okay. All right. We've started with our Punk IPA. Yep. It is a nice bright clear yellow, fuzzy white head, nice tropical hop aroma. Yes. Mine doesn't have so much head on mine to be fair, but I think that was more to do with my It's not not a massive head, but, you know, just enough to keep your aromas in. Um, bit of vegetal hop on the nose there. I don't remember that being there before. They're obviously hopping it more. Yeah, or maybe um, I just pick up on it more nowadays. I think you might be picking up on it mm. more because it does. It it has. I think there's almost less fruit in it than I remember there being. Or when you have it on tap, yeah, it almost has a bit more fruit to it yeah. in the bottle. It's. I think it kind of has a bit more hop to it. Depends on when it was bottled as well. Can we see that on the date? Fair. I don't know. Doesn't say. I can't see. Mine's all written. Have it. 
Japanese. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's mine actually. Yeah, so is my my label is Japanese. Brilliant. It's quite for anyone um, that's watching. There you go. It's quite. I'm assuming it looks like kanji, but it could yeah. be something else. But because um, I suppose if you have it, if you have it at the um, at the bar, then it's pretty fresh. Yeah. So this is going to have sat there for a little bit. And to be fair, I almost kind of taste different than it did when I did my blind taste test. Mm. So this might actually change it as well because I got more bitterness. Uh, on the one that I did in my blind taste test, then I'm getting okay. off of this one. Um, I don't taste the bitterness as much in this, but on my blind taste test one that I did, um, yeah. the bitterness was very noticeable. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting bitterness up front, bit of resin, yeah, bit of fruitiness on the end. It's nice, nicely sessionable. Yeah, I would say that that's that's stuck to kind of how it's always been in the sense of it's just a sessionable beer, isn't it? Yeah. As a... Do you remember when you had your uh, first punk? Um, I want to say it was about 2012 and I got it from Tesco's. Just on chance or did you go in like... Oh, no, just on, just on chance. Like I was just browsing the beers and I was like, oh, what's that? Because <laughs> I was like, I was still on cruise ships at the time. So I've been trying beers um, in America. And um, I would, when I came home, I would go to... Because this was before, like you could get everything on the yeah. internet. And, you know, before I knew that there was where independent bottle shops and stuff were. So I was going to Tesco's to get my beer. And so my staples to, after having drunk all the American stuff, I was trying to find something like Things that over similar. here. And yeah. I was having to do deal with, you know, I was getting whatever ales were in the supermarket. So I was drinking Witchwood and things like that. I still got a bit of a soft spot for Witchwood beers because they got me onto this, you know, part of my path onto beer. Um, and then there was Punk IPA and I was like, oh let's try that one you know and it's i mean it's it's based on on american ipas so you're like oh that's a bit more like what i've been drinking over in the u.s so yeah, yeah i got into know. a i got into like a bit of a back and forth with somebody about um about what type of beer <laughs> punk was supposed to be because yeah. the, and and this is kind of a bit where it like varies because my bottle right now isn't bitter the one that i had when i was up in whitby you know a week or so ago yeah. had a lot more bitterness to it um and the double punk that i tried previously a few weeks ago was very bitter so i'll be curious to see what it tastes like today um and and then i was told well yeah that's because it's brewed to be a, a west coast ipa that's why it's so bitter and i was like i can't find anything to state that this is supposed to be i assumed it kind of had qualities of both coasts and it was just called an american ipa so my standpoint was I just thought, well, they're brewing something that kind of takes things from West Coast, takes things from a New England and puts it together. And that's why you've got kind of some like the fruity elements and the and the bitter elements and everything. Um, but apparently I've been told <laughs> not by not by anyone in BrewDog that it's supposed to be a West Coast IPA. What's your thought on that? I mean, I if somebody asked me, I don't think I'd have said, oh, yeah, that's a West Coast. I'd have just said it's an American IPA because West Coast IPA is a designation that people have given it. But like official in official terms, American IPA is what you're going for. Like, I feel like this might have been around before New England IPA was really a thing. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's not taking from New England IPA because that wasn't even a designated thing at the time. It's just an American IPA, which means it is an India Pale Ale brewed with American hops and is therefore more hoppy. 
So, you know, you can call it a West Coast if you want, but that's that, you know, I, I don't yeah. think when they were making the beer, they were going, that's what we're going for. I mean, maybe they were, <laughs> but I would have just, I, I would say, because a West Coast needs a bit of malt, bit more malt to it, I would say. Yeah, whereas the stuff wrong, doesn't have but... that. Well, <laughs> I mean, just, I... A, just an American IPA, which means the it's thing very is, hoppy. I've never seen Brewdog kind of shy away from calling something a New yeah, England IPA or calling something a West Coast IPA. Yeah. So at the time, I know at the time, West Coasts were sort of the go-to of what a lot of people were doing because, yeah. like you said, I don't think New Englands were really around at least at that scale. I mean, at they that may point. have been. I don't know whether they would have been over here. I don't think I was told and obviously I don't really know the background on it because I'm not and I didn't dig into the background on this um, because obviously I wasn't over here um, but I was told that over here kind of west coast was the style and that's why supposedly this has gone for this west coast type of style however Brewdog have never really shied away from putting that label on their thing so even if at the time it wasn't west coast I would have thought that at this point they would be changing it to describe you know on the label as a west coast and it just doesn't say that anywhere it's just says post-modern classic american and you know again we could be wrong but i feel like brewdog's mission is to bring craft beer to the people so they're not shying away from giving you accurate names and descriptions because they want you to know about it as much as they do agree i feel like now i've just caused controversy people <laughs> are gonna have... be uh, people are gonna go. be Someone's don't worry gonna they're gonna annoyed. be they're gonna be instagramming me like how could you even say how that you say and that? how could you not check that with, with james <laughs> <Watt>? <laughs> hilarious Very controversial tonight hilarious. i love it uh funnily though after i tried it in tesco's i then remember quite distinctly seeing it in a fridge in skagway alaska yeah and this is before they were in this is before they were in america so this was you know i'm I'm on cruise ships so i go to random places and skagway alaska is like literally a street between two mountains (laughs) that's probably doing a proper disservice but that's always how i've how i've it's like it's like a proper old gold gold brush town and there's this one yeah and so there's this one little uh liquor store where we used to go and get beers and then we'd go on a hike and go and sit in the woods and drink, you know, there's a lovely little cove where you'd see seals and things and it was lovely. Um, but in this fridge, along with a bunch of really interesting American beers and some Belgian beers, was Young's Double Chocolate Stout and Punk IPA. And I just remember thinking, nice. wow, <laughs> I just picked that up in Tesco's at home and no, it's all the way out here. And this is before they were even brewing in America. So I feel like this this liquor store in Alaska just had some really random beers in it and it just happened to have brew dog. Free sustainability, because obviously we covered, yeah. covered the sustainability last time. And yeah. They brew now to keep their unnecessary travel yes. down and knowing where Alaska is. Right. Oh my God, that is so unsustainable. Right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. that so, is uh, an interesting... Really, yeah, it was really interesting just seeing these random... UK be- beers in, in a fridge in Alaska. I know you, I know yeah, you. I know you. <laughs> I had you when I was at home last. <laughs> Hilarious. Right, let's crack open this anti-establishment then. The thing is, if you haven't seen the old style brew dog labels, then it doesn't, you, you wouldn't recognise you much because once you, when I you've mean, got it next to the new labels, showing it on the video... Yeah, um, the new really... labels are quite different. If you had it next to an old label, then old style label, it would you can see 
I would say obviously you get it from the color palette that they've used. Yeah, um, yeah and yeah. obviously the na- and obviously the name, the name being like punk anti-establishment. Yeah, definitely. I, I did laugh at it. It made it made me laugh quite a bit when I saw that. But um, no, I totally. It definitely looks more like their old style label before they switched right. to their current marketing. Compared, to but you've Pulse, got them next to each other. I've, I've it's just a much. It's a much. It's a darker, darker yellow, and it's clearer. There's a little tiny 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 it bit was... of haze on the punk yes yeah 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 exactly That'll but i didn't the filtration think... so so that's pretty much kind of what i said in what i wrote is i i kind of said that this was slightly lighter in color yeah um, clearer slightly clearer in in consistency of it um and there was a bit on the one i had it was a bit better head on the anti-establishment which yeah. caused me from when I guessed look wise I had this unconscious bias that obviously the original is going to have like this really good head on it and everything so I looked at it when that head's really good I bet that's punk until right. I smelt it <laughs> yeah right so remembering from what I remember seeing the last time I had a punk if I was just looking at it I would have said that the anti-establishment is the punk because it's darker color yes. and it's got a nicer head but you smell it it's very. It's not, got a very, it's not got a very pleasant aroma. I'm not very pleased with that. I think it smells very malty, but not yeah, in the way malt, you expect. Not not in the way that we've gone, oh, maltiness, that smells good. It just smells no. a bit flat, like a bit yeah. flat malt. <laughs> it's just a bit cereally. Yeah. And there's and a bit of, I, I'm getting a bit of cabbage. <laughs> cabbage? I'm getting like a oh, vegetable. Are you... I wouldn't cabbage. have. I wouldn't have. You didn't get in my brain and go, "It's broccoli." Like now, right. that's what I look out for. Is like broccoli smells. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It, I I don't enjoy the aroma of this, and it's not got a lot of flavour to it. I didn't even dislike the aroma until you've now. <laughs> not now, but when I originally yeah. did it, I was like, "Yes, yeah, all right, no. it's fine." Until now, you've put cabbage in my get head. Get it next to the punk, and it's it's not pleasant. And yeah, it has. Like that overly like malty sweetness, but like yeah. in a very unbalanced way. Yeah. And so that to me, the second I tasted them, I was like, hands down, this is definitely not punk. And when I tasted the bitterness and the punk, I was like, there we go. Like the smell and the taste totally. I looked at it and went, that's got better head on it. It looks a bit more appealing, um, even just mildly. So that one's got to be punk. And then I tasted it and was like, nope. <laughs> absolutely not punk like no and to be fair caveat i've seen the photos of the old ipa so i knew for a fact and we'll get into that but i knew for a fact that which one was old ipa yeah with these two i was like they look similar enough but the second you taste them no i think the punk is a lot fresher tasting and the anti-establishment tastes a bit more flat for my taste buds i know some people kind of prefer it over the punk yeah i mean i could understand why you would why you would enjoy this more i personally don't um it's more malty it's not got a lot of fruitiness to it if you like something like this is exciting that the punk is exciting it's got fruitiness it's got bitterness if you just want something quite simple then the anti-establishment is your beer like i'm i'm not rating it she says gonna go drink it again just to double check but I mean, I'll just, this is the thing is like, I'll, I'll still drink it. Um, I'm not going to Yeah, go, if I was oh, giving it, I'd drink that. it, but yeah, I'm not going to get out of my way to buy it again. It, exactly. It wouldn't be like my go-to 
to, to try really if I'm honest but then I guess for me I kind of feel that both the I, I think it also kind of has to do with my level of taste buds now where yes it's so it's funny when you have it originally and you go oh my god that's amazing and then when it's on draft at Brewdog I still kind of think yeah it's good um because it's it's fresh but I go back to these on the bottle now and I go my taste buds have moved on so far from these now that yeah Honestly, I think they're both very meh and unexcitable to me. But if I was going to try to get somebody into craft, I'd still go for it because I think it's gentle enough to ease somebody in. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Right. Just chug that. So we can <laughs> move on. We are swiftly moving through these beers, listeners. This is just, this is just a mini episode. Yeah. Right? We're, not- <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing too... We're not getting too into these. Just... just to give you a little understanding of what the differences are between the four. I've already written about an eight minute read long <laughs> piece on it. <laughs> Don't know how much more I can say on it. So I'm going to be honest. Oh, this is my least favorite out of all of them. Oh, really? That's yeah. interesting. So we'll wait until we both are ready to drink it, but I'm going to tell you while you smell it. The reason I don't, like this as much is nothing to do i'm not saying this is like a poorly executed beer i'm not saying that there's not people that love it for me i'm not big on the heavy guava smells and to me that's like the guava smell has a very like sulfuric smell to it and this smells very guava heavy and the taste to me matches the smell and i don't know if it's just my taste buds or what 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 it is but I don't mind guava when it's got a nice mix of flavours in there, when it's amongst a lot of other tropical flavours. But to me, this is just too guava heavy in the smell and the taste that for me, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't choose to have it again. <laughs> mind it. It's quite refreshing. Um, in colour, it's very, very light. light, very light, very pale, yellow, really pale. It's nice and clear, some fat yep. bubbles in there. It had quite a big fluffy head on it, but that's gone quite quickly when I started drinking it. Yeah, lots of guava. Yeah, and I, and I think that for me is the one thing that was just a turn off to me because I know there's a lot of people that are like, it's it's really nice. Like, it's, yeah. you know, not the best beer, but it's very sessionable. I would have this as my, you know, fridge fillers, what have yeah. you. Um, and for me, the only thing is just, it's not to my taste. It's not a bad made beer. It's just not my taste bud. And I was thinking about this the other day because there's lots of beers that people are like, oh, that's a bad beer. If you don't like it, that doesn't make it a bad beer. Make it bad. Just means that you don't like it, which is fine because we all taste different things. That's literally the point of the craft beer industry is that there is a beer for everybody. Um, And you need to work out what that line is between I don't like it and it's a badly made beer because there's a difference. Yes, 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 for sure. Um, I saw a, an interesting conversation on one of the beer groups earlier today about untapped and the use of untapped. And, you know, if someone rates something a one, you know, d- does a brewery, should a brewery respond to that? Should they ignore it? Should they, you know, should they take that opinion on board or should they just assume that maybe that person didn't like it or what have you? And somebody very eloquently, eloquently explained the fact that, well, untapped really is for the user, not for the brewery. And I think a lot of times now, breweries seem to take it as, because I appreciate that there is a knock-on impact on them because of it. But ultimately, if I'm rating something as a one on untapped, I'm not doing it because I think that it's necessarily a bad 
beer. It might be, but it might just be that I don't like this particular beer and I want to make sure that I keep a record of the fact that I don't like it. So the next time I'm out, I don't then go, oh yeah, I'm going to go get that again because I can't remember if I liked it or not. And I yeah. think some breweries and some brewers can take that very personal and go, what what is wrong about my beer? Maybe it's just not to your taste. And I think it's just a disconnect between the two different functionalities yeah. of Untapped. And it's trying, and as well from the brewery's point of view, it's trying to work out well, should we not make beers like that then because people don't like yeah. it? Like they're, you know, they're trying to do a bit of market research, make sure they're not wasting time and money, ingredients yeah. on beers that people aren't going to buy. But it's like it's really different. Like you'll read reviews where people are like this was so amazing it was the best beer of the, the day best ever. three <laughs> three yeah. and you're like three. what is your scale like what's a five then well, yeah that's it it's, for me if I'm saying this is the best I ever had it's a five like because yeah. it's not it's for me that's on my scale that's a five yeah if it was one that I'm like oh it was really good um, it might be in the four range, you know, somewhere between four and five. If it was one that I was like, yeah, it's like middle of the road, I'd happily have it again, but I wouldn't go out my way to have it. That might be like three range. And then, you know, kind of anything below that, it's varying levels of like, no. But <laughs> I think that was a really interesting so see my, because- Yeah, see, my personal is, it's drinkable. I probably wouldn't buy it again. It's 3.75. <laughs> my, I think yeah, this see. is, like, this is a beer that other people were like, but I, I'm not that fussed by it. 3.75. I give a lot of beers that I really like 4.75 because they haven't blown my mind. (laughs) Like when this beer is like, absolutely, I absolutely love this. I would drink it again. That's a five. But even beers, I'm like, yeah, I'd drink that again. Sometimes they get a (laughs) 4.25. I, I feel like my mood. I'm a really harsh. Well, I try not to give less than four if I like it because I want that brewer to know that it is a good beer just then this like between four and five that's my personal scale like that's got nothing to do with how well you brewed it that's my personal where do I want to put it for myself to remember it and I think maybe I'm very harsh with my ratings here yeah, and I, think, I think some people are really harsh because some people to me, are really high to me three is middle of the road so if you're good but you're not like I will actively seek this out again good yeah I will go between a three and a four depending on what it is yeah uh, and and if it's something that I will actively seek out again because I enjoyed it that much it's between a four and a five and if it's like mind-blowing I want a million of these your yeah. siren affogato you're a five like that is <laughs> yeah. that is what it is yeah. um but I mean something like this is where I would struggle the reason that conversation is relevant is because I would kind of struggle with this because for me it's not for my taste buds and I think I rated it like a three point something because I didn't necessarily love it but then I also didn't want to put people off for for trying it because yeah just because it's not to my taste bud doesn't mean that it's a badly made beer and I think a lot of people are just going it's brew dog and they're combining with the supermarket and therefore it is awful it's the worst of the worst it's just and I think it gets gets a lot more hate than I think it deserves because it's actually it's an all it's all all right made beer like this is it's sessionable it's probably the wrong time of year for it like this is a summer beer it's refreshing it's fruity maybe that's it like as well guava. It's, yeah it's it's, it's not a, it's not an autumn beer it's a sitting in the sun beer i think it's when you don't like guava heavy things and yeah. it's cold out the last thing you want is a guava heavy beer whereas if i was in the sun and it was hot out and i wasn't sitting here going oh that's very guava heavy um it just wouldn't be the same like it, it i'd probably take to it a bit better but i'm the same way about coconut like i'm not a massive fan of coconut 
I'm starting to find my love, love coconut. for coconut. No, see, I don't <laughs> mind it in certain things. So I am trying, like, usually I'll be like, it's got coconut in it. I'm not buying that. Um, but I'm starting to be like, I'm going to try it because it's varying levels of coconut. I've had some really terrible coconut beers. I asked one of my friends, we were at a, at a Kemp beer festival and I had a uh, a coconut stout that watered a plant. <laughs> it was that bad. I couldn't finish it. Like there was a pot plant and I was just like, what am I going to do with this? Boop, in it went. <laughs> because oh, it was no. because the oils in coconut are really difficult yeah. to get right. Because if you if you end up with it too much in it, you lose your head retention and you, the body of your beer can be quite oily and not very nice on the mouthfeel. And that's what happened with this beer. And I was just like, oh, I can't even finish this. And it was only like a half and I couldn't finish it. That's how bad it was. And it, it went in the plant. <laughs> That, so this is rough. what puts me off for coconut beers, right? But I think you know I think the I, problem is coconut can be very yeah. I've I very rarely had a beer that said there's coconut in it that or described itself as having coconut tastes that it wasn't a coconut overpowering situation because the coconut seems to just overpower everything else that goes yeah. in with it i mean you can get varying levels but they're all sort of very mild and then you get this like massively sharp coconut every single time my question is how do you feel though about beers with sabro in general See, do but you i love sabro no sabro? i absolutely love sabro because that is a really because it's combined with it's not just coconut it's the pina colada element so it's got a yeah. creaminess to it it's got pineapple it's got a tropicalness to it that i love coconut itself not so much but that because it's subtle i find it more subtle coming from sabro because it's balanced with other things um it's when they put put actually put coconut in the beer that i'm not that but i'm 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 drinking more of them because i'm finding it depends on the balance and whether it is massively coconut or just a balanced bit with other things so i I do try them but but yeah but that doesn't mean it's a bad beer just because i don't like coconut yeah exactly (laughs) exactly and that's the point of this not a bad it's basically yeah the point of all of this the whole yeah. untapped discussion yeah. is also we can circle back around and say just because i personally don't like yeah. fart smells of sulfur and and that's what i feel uh, quite uh, to everybody else I mosaic, mosaic can't smell like broccoli to me and guava smells like farts to Tory. Honestly, it's the smells... moral of today's podcast. I think, I think my favourite thing was like the fact that I just kept saying, like I was trying it and my husband had some of it as well. And I was like, it, it smells like, it smells a bit farty. And he's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. I was like, it's a bit like, it's a bit farty though, isn't it? And he was like, no. And I went, let me like find some other. I said, is it, is it guava I'm thinking of? So I Googled it and it, it came up with sulfuric is yeah. the smell. I was like, that's probably a yeah. better descriptor than farty. And I said it to him and he's like, oh yeah, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> Ass in general. It's fine. Oh dear. But yeah, that was the I way to like say. I like it. I don't find that. <laughs> I just find guava quite tropical. And that's why taste buds are wild. Right, because everybody <laughs> everybody tastes and smells differently. Yes. I mean, to be fair, I think if it was sunnier out, I'd have a bit better, like, yeah, let's go drink this some more. Yeah, because but... it's not got pumpkin in it, so it's, it's the long time of year. What is even the point in autumn of having a non-pumpkin beer, says the person that ordered five <laughs> pumpkin Brew York S43s today? <laughs> 
there is no point double punk <laughs> on that note we are now moving on to double punk now i'm going to preface this by saying i don't really like dippers <laughs> yeah and you don't really like yeah do oh, dippers. My lively. Oop, it's happening it's kicking off i'm glad i put my tiny rebel beer mat oh me. mine's not very lively <laughs> it's literally exploded a bit it's just yeah Whew. i do like dippers <laughs> So to me, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a dipper fan. So no dippers for Joanne. No, everyone else can send have my me dippers. all your dippers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think it's got the same. To to be honest, for me, it looks pretty much the same as what the uh, punk did, but maybe a slightly lighter. I think it's it's more. They're about it, the same oh, color here. Is it? Yeah, they're about the same, and they've got about the same amount of haze as well. Yeah, it's just that just enough haze where you just can see through it bit, yeah where it's not completely crystal clear there's just particles of something in it the head's better on mine though now because yeah. it was super lively yeah i don't really like the smell of it i'm not gonna lie it smells a bit stale that's the yeah. only way i can describe it is stale it's a bit vegetal vegetal hot <laughs> vegetal hot and not specifically broccoli or cabbage just vegetal vegetal yeah i get that for, for sure i would agree with that i think I don't think this is as bad as the last time I had it, because the last time I had it, I remember it being incredibly bitter. Mine's still. It is bitter. It's not you know, as bad as I remember it the last time I had it, but it's, it's that agree. bitter linger, and I'm not. I'm just. I personally don't find that pleasant. That doesn't mean it's a bad beer. I just don't like it. So a lot of people had I'd read had given the feedback that it was very very boozy. And I was like, oh. I didn't get very, very boozy the first no. time. I got just very bitter the first time I had it. It was just overpowering bitterness to the point that I couldn't taste the, the heavy booziness if it was there. Yeah. But I know a lot of people's feedback was, yeah, it was it was like basically pouring vodka in, <laughs> into a beer. Oh, no. um, this time round, I wouldn't say it's pouring vodka into it, but I would say it's a lot stronger tasting i still don't like it but the taste ha- and i like dippers i do yeah. like dippers but for me it's it doesn't have like a balance of different flavors in it it's just bitter. very bland with a bit of bitterness now last time it was very bitter this time it's just a mild bitterness bland taste hoppy taste and then just super alcoholy tasting and i just don't find the lack of layers in it to be that yeah exciting for me. i'm not a fan um but other people will find it delightful because they'll enjoy that bitterness they'll enjoy that alcohol hit i'm not a fan of that no i'm, I'm I going think, back to my old ipa actually i think um our mate helen who gave us the gale mm. who traded us for the gales she really likes she loves, them. yeah she um, loves a dipper and yeah and she she loves dippers she loves yeah. dippers uh all that so it's not you know for her it's it's you know it's fine um but she liked the the brew dog the double the yeah. double punk I don't know if it's just because it gets you drunk fast because, <laughs> because of the alcohol Possibly. content. But, but yeah, I know there's people that definitely do like it and some people that are like, I just didn't get the different flavours in it yeah. that, that were exciting to me and that's kind of how I feel. If I'm honest. Yeah, I agree. It's not Yeah, it's not for me. doesn't mean it's a bad beer. That is Switch the, wonderness, your the wonderness of the craft beer industry is that there is something for everybody. Um, I am personally torn between the Ald IPA and the Punk. I assumed you were going to say Ald IPA. It's <laughs> just because you've gone back to sipping it. I assume that one's definitely going to be. Yeah, I mean, but I like both of them for different reasons. I like, I like the tropicalness 
and the and the yeah the tropicalness of the old IPA and I like the balance of the hoppy sweet of the punk. I will admit that I think the old IPA has gone down better tonight than it did when I first tried it. So I don't know if it was just the night I happened to be trying it. It's like when you eat something and it affects what you've had oh yeah or, yeah. or something I, I don't know if it's maybe compared i had pizza for dinner tonight i had mexican for dinner the night that i had the first time maybe yeah it doesn't like mixing with uh mexican food oh well um the me- the spiciness of it is probably taken away from the the flavors maybe of the food the spiciness of the food i think it just i think it almost i think it made it more whatever whatever the reason i think it was more sharp in the sense mm. of like the guava than it that it, now it's a bit more chill yeah <laughs> for lack of a better explanation yeah but yeah i think punk's probably so out fine. of the lot the the new classic punk <laughs> is it's probably my favorite out of the lot and we all know that punk got a lot of people on their craft beer journeys so you gotta have a little bit of love for yeah. it yeah despite if you love Brewdog, hate Brewdog, you've got to give Brewdog at least the credit to say that their punk IPA started a lot of us where, where we are now. So yeah. cheers I to punk. So. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. That's our take on these four beers. So um, get in contact with us if you want to fight us out about how much you love Double Punk or how much you like anti-establishment. <laughs> You can go and buy all of them. We, we'll let you. <laughs> so where can they You're contact allowed. you if they want to fight with you? Yeah, if they want to complain. Yeah. If, if they want to complain about that me West Coast and, IPAs. and fight, fight me about West Coast IPAs, you can find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. And what about you, Joanne? I am a woman's Where can brew. they fight you? They can fight, you can fight me. Uh, a woman's brew on facebook and instagram and also love beer learning on facebook instagram we're on twitter now as well Ooh, i don't really know twitter. what i'm doing on twitter so come and say hello and tell me what to do because i don't really know i'm an instagram girl um you can email us lovebeerlearning at gmail.com or you can go to the website which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk come and find us uh, we are on all of the big podcast platforms and we are on YouTube. Come and listen. Alexa will oh, play you can us. Ask, yeah, you can ask that speaker. I'm not going to say it because she'll start talking to me. <laughs> so on your smart speakers, you can just ask them to your play. Your smart lady. A woman, yeah, a, <laughs> you can ask them to play A Woman's Brew, the podcast, and they will start playing it for you. We've tested it and it works. Um, and please make sure you subscribe so you get all the latest episodes. Come listen to us. Come watch us on YouTube. Come tell us what you think. And um, follow Joanne on Instagram just so you can see her crazy cool TikToks now. She makes yes, TikToks now. TikToks. They're great. I literally only use TikToks. I, like your TikToks. I only make TikToks because I can't get audio on Reels. I love your That's TikToks. So you. come Thank visit us and yeah, fight us or, or send us positive reinforcement. Yeah. Whatever you like. We'll we'll take it all. We don't care. Brilliant. So on that note. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>